Falls kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Or something. <laughs> Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. You'll stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. Prune! Disclaimer, this episode's gonna get really old really fast. Oh, Dion, you're so funny. I, I'm old now. You guys. You guys. Welcome to Welcome to Dead Cast. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery, and this is my brother, Daniel Montgomery. And today we're talking about Still More Tales to Give You Goosebumps Special Edition number four, four short story, an old story. That's right. We're, we're the Terror Twins. We love Goosebumps. We have a TV episode today. We do have a TV episode. We haven't had one in so long. I've missed it so much. I have too. But, and since we started this podcast, I have... I'm going to give you the real tea here. Okay. What's tea, sis? I'm going to tell you, I've been dreading doing this episode. Me too. Yes. In my brain, it's always been my least favorite Goosebumps TV episode. Yes, I've always thought of this as the beer bad. And I think I've said this before with other episodes now that I think about it. But, like, I always thought, like, God, an old story sucks. But I have to tell you, especially watching this episode, I had a total Total blast. blast. I had so much fun. I remember this one was released on, I think, was it, it was on VHS and DVD or something like that. Yes, it, it was. And I, I'd always be like, why the fuck out of every Goosebumps episode do they release an old story? I never want to watch that shit again. And then rewatching it today, I think it's actually kind of genius, and I now I, like, love it. Yeah, I really, really can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, I think it's a great one, actually. I thought it was a total blast. It it's was so stupid, stupid and weird, but, like... I don't know. I had so much fun. I actually can't believe they made this one into a TV episode. It's kind of unbelievable. I don't think they could do it now. I don't. It's it's shocking. Well, let's tell you what happens in it. So we'll talk about the the short story, then we'll talk about the TV adaptation. So our our sort of protagonists are Tom and his younger brother Jonathan, or John. Jo- um, Tom is twelve, and John is ten. And the short story starts off with them. They're both starving. They're so hungry. They've got to get some food. Both both their parents have been working. Working really late, so late, because their mom is the mayor's campaign manager. Oh. And their dad works at an eyeglasses store, and it's inventory time. Oh, Good old Sterling Opticals. Okay, great. So basically they're hungry, and they ask, is this home alone? And the doorbell rings. And and John (laughs) says, hey, Tom, maybe it's your crush, Becca. But instead they open the door and they find an old woman wearing a floppy black hat with a big rose pin to it, wearing a blue coat, a black purse, and a suitcase. And John says, Tom, don't don't answer the door. Don't don't do it. But she's an old lady. What we you know? How harm how harm harmful can she possibly be? Yeah. So Tom's like, whatever. Fuck it. Answers the door, and immediately the old lady goes, Oh, baby John, what a big boy you are. She says, Oh, you must not remember me. I'm your aunt Dahlia. Oh no, it's their aunt Dahlia. Your parents must have forgotten to tell you that I was coming. They really have been so busy lately. So immediately crazy old Aunt Dahlia breezes in and whips them up a batch of cookies. And they're like, yes, she's, and she just kind of is like, yeah, I'll be staying with you for a while. And they're like, oh, okay. And she's like, here, boys, I made you a little cookie. And there's a big, gross, 
big brown wrinkly thing in the center of the cookie. And Aunt Dahlia's like, don't skip it. That's the best part of the cookie. It's a prune. So she's made them these gross wiggly brown prune cookies. And Aunt Dahlia is just staying there with them now. Oh, okay. And she's making lots of food and all the food has prunes in it. So John and Tom don't don't really question it. Kind of, At one point they're all kind of like, she's nice, but wait, what is she doing here? And that Saturday morning, the next Saturday morning, Tom wakes up with um, an achy back and some stiff legs. And he goes to the kitchen to get some cereal. And he says he sees his little brother, skinny old John, with a pot belly, pants up to his waist, and a bald spot in his curly black hair. And John's like, what happened to your hair, Tom? And Tom feels, feels he's like, what? And Tom feels his head and realizes he's going bald. And he looks in the bathroom mirror and sees... He has a bald head and gray patches. What's happening here? I don't get it. Tom runs to call his parents, but Aunt Dahlia blocks, completely blocks him. And she says, oh my, don't you look handsome. And she grabs him hard and she goes, you don't need to call your parents. He says, but the the patches in my hair. Wait, I don't understand what's happening here. What's the short story called again? An old story. And a bunch of old ladies show up. To the door. Um, A bunch of old biddies. Aunt Dahlia says, oh, these are my friends. You're going to, we're going to teach you how to play bridge. Couldn't tell you what bridge is. Couldn't tell you. Tom's like, um, I can't, I have football practice. Aunt Dahlia says, your ass isn't going anywhere. She gives Tom a tea tray and says, take this into the living room and give it to my friends. And there's this one woman with tiny, silvery, ding, 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 drink, tiny, silvery curls who pulls Tom aside and goes, my, you're sweet and graying nicely. Uh, I mean, growing. And then there's a plump woman in a flowery dress named Mimi, and she's all over John. Ooh, a Mimi. And she says, oh, John, you know, I have a retirement plan that's enough. And then Martha, the woman with the tiny silverly curls, goes, don't hog the boys. And, like, Tom and John are finding out that these old ladies are all so flirty and weird and it's overwhelming. Aunt Dahlia mention, mentions that she needs more milk. So Tom goes, oh, I, can go, I can go get some milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he throws on a baseball cap and anybody, in case somebody sees him that he knows. Sees him that he's balding and old now. And at the grocery store, the cashier's like, oh, excuse me, sir, we have a senior discount on antacids. And Tom's like, uh-huh. And he looks at himself in the store window reflection and sees that he's now, not only is he is he losing his hair, but he is wrinkly and almost completely bald. And he's just literally an old man now. What are antacids? Oh, you know, you take it for like heartburn. It sounds, antacid sounds... Not good. An antacid? Antacid. An, anti- an antacid. Is it like anti-acid? Yes. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, anyway, so he's old. When he gets back, he sees that John is the, also old. John has white hair, some bright white hair and a wrinkled pruney face. <laughs> and he gra- J- Tom grabs John away from the women and they're like, where are you boys going? And they're like, um, it's a guy thing. <laughs> and takes him across the hall into the guest room and they're like, what is going on? We've got to figure out what Aunt Dolly is up so to. So they start going through her suitcase and her drawers and Tom holds up a glass jar he finds in the top drawer but then hears the Aunt Dolly is coming and they both hide under the bed. And then while they're both hiding under the bed, they hear a conversation between Aunt Dahlia and Mimi and 
they're saying, oh, the boys didn't escape, the, did they? Oh, they're getting so nice and so old. The prunes are working nicely. <laughs> Wait a second. I get what's going on here. Uh-huh. And Martha thinks John is cute. Lillian wants to marry Tom. And they're like, oh, no. Aunt Dahlia is turning us into old men, and she's trying to marry us off. And Martha's like, we'll move to Florida and we'll get houses next door to each other. And Aunt Dahlia's like, not until you pay the fee first. And they leave the room and then the boys sneak up from under the bed. And Tom, Tom sees that that jar that he found says anti-aging wrinkle cream. So John puts them on and instantly, like magic, his wrinkles disappear. It's the antidote. It's the antacid. And then Aunt Dahlia bursts in and catches him and says, oh, give me that. But Tom and... Um, John run into the bathroom and lock the door and Aunt Dahlia bangs, bangs, bangs in the door as they sh- cover their face in anti-wrinkle cream. And their hair turns black again. Their hair grows back. They become young and fresh again. I'm a girl. And all the ladies are have now lined up at the bathroom door and they're trying to break in. And they end up breaking into the bathroom and John and Tom hide behind the shower curtain. But the old ladies grab them and grab them. And Tom manages to escape with the wrinkle cream jar and runs into the kitchen. But that's where Aunt Dahlia catches up with them. And Tom is backed up against the open fridge and he just decides like, oh no, I have to fight off crazy Aunt Dahlia. I'm just going to grab whatever I can find in there and throw it at her. And he finds a pitcher of, of some kind of juice and he splashes it all over Aunt Dahlia. And he realizes it's a pitcher of prune juice. And her, her hair and teeth fall out. And her hair, her face puckers like a rotten apple. And she starts to scream and scream and says, give me my wrinkle cream. But she shrivels away into a puff of smoke. <laughs> Cut to the parents get home. They're like, "Where's your aunt Dahlia?" And they try and explain what happened, but the parents don't. The parents really hear like, it. "No, bitch, that did not happen." Really, tell us where Aunt Dahlia. Is. Just, and and the dad says, "Yeah, tell us where your mother's aunt is." And the mother says, "No, it's your father's aunt." Wait, whose aunt is Aunt? I Dahlia? thought she was your aunt. Wait a second. Then they realize that they left their children with a stranger. And apologize and hug them. They and say, a- "Oh, I'm so sorry you were left with that stranger. We must be the worst parents in the world." And yeah. They're right. And on Monday, um, if you remember, Tom, is it Tom's crush? It's Tom's crush, Becca. Tom's crush, Becca, asked to sit with Tom at lunch with her shiny brown hair and Orioles hat, whatever Which the I hell think that is a means. Sports, it's a sports team. And she pulls out, you guys, a prune sandwich with prune cookies and prune juice. And she says, oh, my Aunt Susan came to visit. She really likes prunes. Ring. Now Matthew's going to read the first paragraph and the last paragraph of an old story. Rats. I slam the kitchen cupboard doors. Dad forgot to go to the store again. My Aunt Susan came to visit, she explained, and she packed my lunch. She paused and added, I don't get it. She's really into prunes. I handed her half of my ham sandwich. Eat this, I told her, and run for your life. Uh, ha, ha, ha. This is so twisted and nasty you that know, this crazy old lady is turning her maybe grand nephews into old men to marry off to her old friends. It's gross. The whole thing's just, the whole thing is a gag about prunes, right? It is kind of a gag about prunes. And I, you know, I think the TV episode's better than the short story. I do too. I think the TV show. I think it pulls it together a little better. I never actually bought the fact that these parents were just so busy that they let some woman stay at the house. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't really make any and, sense. And like how they get a hold of her and how do they know her and like it doesn't make any like, sense. Like none of it makes sense. The, the TV episode actually 
sort of streamlines everything and makes it a lot better. I actually think the TV episode is a total blast and has some of the best casting, I think. In the casting's phenomenal. The casting's really great. The little kids that are cast look like old, old men already, kind of to begin with just how their faces are. And the actress who plays Aunt Dahlia is she, fucking amazing. She's, she's an icon. She's awesome. I didn't realize how good she is. No. It's so worth watching, actually. It especially is if really worth watching. And Old Story was season three, episode six. Mm-hmm. It aired October 4th, 1997, right around Halloween's time. Now, I'd like to point out that this is, I believe, this is the only short story in the book that doesn't mention Halloween. That's right. Yes, that's correct. It's the only one. It kind of out of all the short stories in this Halloween themed book, nothing about Halloween. So, this. The, something that the the TV episode changes up is that she's actually their aunt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a question. We never see the parents, but it's like understood that Aunt Dahlia is going to be staying with them. And also the parents are on a vacation because they're about to have a new baby and the parents are like having their last vacation before the new baby right. So comes. the parents aren't just busy working, mysteriously working. They are out of town, gone, gone, gone. And instead it is this... Um, you know, Aunt Dolly's watching them for this. Uh, so it starts off with, with John and Tom. Um, uh, Tom wearing a super cool leather vest. Did oh, you notice yes. that? Yes, I did notice. I was like, work. And they're kind of like, well, we're home alone. And, oh, man, we're, we're so, so hungry. hungry. Let's see if there's any food left in the basement. There's no food in the fridge. Let's check out the freezer in the basement. So they go down to the basement and, like, you guys, they pull out all the creep stops in like the first 30 seconds of this episode. It's so funny. It's so over the top. It's so over the top and extreme. They like go down to the basement. They're like, look out for spiders. And it's basically like Tom teasing John. That John like, is like very scared of the basement. Tom's like the cool. They seem like the same age, honestly. In the dark, we can't see the spiders. Spiders? It's a basement. There are spiders. something to eat what was that a huge tarantula i bet i'm out of here oh john here's your tarantula there's no there's no lightning and no thunder no lightning and no There's, rain. That's right. Um, but there is... What they do use, though, the first, the opening shot is the same house from um, Let's Get Invisible. Oh, is it's it? It's the exact same, it's exact okay, same, it, exact it, same house. It. But there's so much over the top. I don't even know how to explain it, Matthew. I don't either. The the cops are coming. The, 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 I don't know if you can... They, yeah, we can hear it. We can hear the police coming. Um, there... Is They're this, coming to arrest Aunt there Dahlia is for this her sound, prune crimes. This sound effect that starts getting used a lot more in after in Goosebumps season three. It kind of goes when Goosebumps changes from Goosebumps to Ultimate Goosebumps. They just changed the title of it um, for the third season to become Ultimate Goosebumps. And also the opening credits change. And when it became Ultimate Goosebumps, things got just weirder, sillier, nastier, and wilder. I think sillier is the best way to sort of encapsulate that. Yes. It's it, 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 it's like campier. Things seem to get schlockier. Yes. And there is this sound effect that happens all the time. It happens even when Aunt Dahlia, and we'll get there, but Aunt Dahlia says, they're like, what's in this these, these cookies? And she says, prunes! And it's this noise that's like, shring! They're prunes. Prunes? They're good for you. Yes. <laughs> that they use all the time, and it's 
so many times in the first minute of them just in the basement. Matthew and I were cackling. The music is wildly over the top. Yes, the sc- I, w- I wrote the score is intense and nonstop, especially for the first couple of days. Like the score doesn't stop, and it really makes me laugh. Um, so they're in the basement, and all of a sudden, a tall witch at the top of the stairs appears in a, br- a wide-brimmed hat, and it's Aunt Dahlia. And I. What are you boys doing down there in the dark? convey how good the casting is she's phenomenal she's actually a really great she's, actress and really really good and we rarely the, say that she gets the tone of, all, all, all the older women really get the tone and commit all the way yes so like she already you know is setting up shop and she's like hi i'm your aunt dahlia i'm staying here she pulls out a big plastic bag if i didn't know about the prune thing ahead of time i would just think it's a big plastic bag of giant oily black jello glue or goo goo i, I mean. kind of look like dirt it, it, it just hard. Not, it just looks like a a a, a, pla, a plastic bag with just blackness inside. Well, I think what I'm saying is that I don't know what prunes look like. I think, and in the book, they're described as wrinkly and brown. But every time we see them in this episode, they're oily black and shiny and wiggly, and they look like watery, oily black stuff. You're right. So anyway, she pulls out her plastic bag of oily She's like, black sl- she, oil slick. She says, I'm going to make something for you boys. Oh, you're so handsome. The girls are going to go crazy for you when you're older. So the boys sit down to play video games. They put on these these over-the-top cartoony video game headsets that don't exist in real life. They kind of look like they're made out of cardboard. They kind of look like the camera from Say Cheese and Die. And they're playing um, a video game that is just a clip from Welcome to Camp Nightmare, <laughs> which is the same sort of uh, video game fireball explosion clip that was used also as a video game in Stay Out of the Basement. They love reusing that. So Aunt Dahlia comes in while they're playing their Goosebumps video game and is like, here, I got you some cookies. And they're like cookies with like a, a like wiggly oil dollops of prunes sitting on top of the cookies. And they do some sort of effect like... Like a a post production, it's like a CGI thing to make the where they make the the black center of the cookies wobble, and she's like, "Here, have these cookies." She screams, "Get them while they're hot!" And she's and it's a scare, and like yes, get them while they're hot. The boys are kind of like weirded out by the cookies and they're like, no, we don't want them. And she's like, come on, it's a family tradition. No cookies, no supper. You'll really like them. Just like the dinner I'm making, pork roast with prune sauce. She says, with prune sauce. And the boys eat the cookies and they think the cookies are actually pretty good. They're like, great. So then the boys go to bed. This is a really hilarious sequence where the boys are laying in bed. And you guys, there's clearly this like cackle of Aunt Dahlia downstairs. Like it's just Aunt Dahlia going, ah! It's like not even that scary. And John all of a sudden's like, what's that noise? What is it? And Tom's like, um, that's Aunt Dahlia giggling downstairs. Like, why? Why is she cackling? They go to the they, they go to investigate the witch's laugh, and the second they do, they open the door, and Aunt Dahlia's already standing there, and she's like, What are you doing up? And they're like, What are you doing here? She's like, I was just checking on you boys. And then she kind of like chews some scenery and, and gives the camera some weird faces. Anyway, in I the, love her voice. Editor two. With prune sauce. In the morning they wake up and Surprise, surprise. They're old. They're all old and their backs ache and they're all of a sudden, all of a sudden wearing old man clothes and like wrinkly makeup on. Yeah, what they do is they have the the actor play, the actor who plays John, not only is he like has some old age makeup, but he's dressing classically cartoonishly like an old man. Yeah, like giant baggy khakis with a belt tucked in with a long sleeve button down shirt with a vest over it. It's a little it's a little hard to b- believe. But, it's a little know. it's a little extreme. But then um and very soon after that the old ladies show up to like 
Ew, it's so gross if you think about it. It is gross, but I mean, they're, we, she makes them prune waffles. They sort of react, but Tom's hair is falling out. Oh, there's this genius moment where, um, John, like, there's this stuff where John pretends, not pretends, John can't hear anything, and it's so over the top. Yes. And they're like, we've got to do something about it, and they go to call, um, their mom, and she's just, no, I'll call the mom, and has the fakest, most beautiful phone conversation, where she says, oh, the boy's hair is falling out. Do you think it could be something with their new shampoo of course. Well, we'll just spend a quiet evening, a- afternoon indoors. indoors. And then just puts the phone down without saying goodbye, without hanging it up. Of course we should. Marge, darling, I don't mean to trouble you, but the boys think they're getting some gray hair. Could it be that new shampoo? Of course. I told them it was nothing serious. I'll give them each a hug for you, and we'll spend a quiet afternoon indoors. I've invited some friends over. They want to meet you, boys. Yes. The same sequence happens of... They're like, oh, we need milk, and Tom volunteers to go to the grocery store to get milk, and he's confused for an old man there. How they do it in this episode, though, is all, like, POV of him walking around the store, and there's kind of a genius shot. Yeah, and there's, like, random customers coming up going, hello, sir, excuse Directly me, Directly to the camera. They're the, they're the girl who works at the front desk of the grocery store, which is, like, not really a grocery store. It's kind of like a set-dressed room. Yes. It's like, hey, we have a, a special on antacids for senior citizens, and then he looks in the mirror, and he sees he's all but bald. But it's all one shot going through the store, and then you can kind of they do a little trick where it looks like he's looking directly into the mirror but you can tell that the mirror is off to the side a little bit and you see that he is like full on old man and the old man makeup is so extreme that I remember thinking like is this it doesn't even look like a human being anymore. No. Like it look I'm like, is this just a prosthetic head by itself? Because it's so it's shiny and wobbly of, and old. It's kind of frightening too. It's and it, scary. And you see it in the opening credits of Ultimate Goosebumps, if you remember. Yeah. And it's one of the most like that image stays with me forever. Like just like kind of the what this old man, little kid old man looks like. I wonder Arl Stein while he was writing this was probably cackling. He probably thought this was so funny. And I don't remember, I think I remember as a kid reading it thinking it was stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think this is like a joke for older people to write about to make themselves think something's funny for kids. But like kids don't really think this is funny or interesting. I don't think kids really think about it. I think they just read it and take it for what it is. You're right. I'm overthinking it. So uh, the actresses playing Lillian and Mimi are almost exactly as it's written in the book with some of the same dialogue. They're flawless, flawlessly cast, so over the top. Um, Lillian is like a little um, sort of chubbier and big old smile and big glasses and Mimi is much, she's, she's, she's a little frail, more frail with little tight silver curls and they're so the, the casting's so great. The boys get reunited at home after Tom comes home with the milk, and they kind of they pull the same kind of shit where they're like want to sneak away, and like you know blame it on going to the bathroom and say it's a boys thing or or men thing. I don't know what they say. But they try to go upstairs and jump out the window to get away, but they're too old. They're too old to get window. out of the window. And the old ladies are like, no, no, it's time to play bridge. Come play bridge. Still have no clue what that is. So while they're playing bridge, um. John says, oh, I'm going to get up and 
um, make us make you some snacks. And they're like, where are you going? And they're like, you've made all this nice stuff for me. I'm going to make something for you. Tom, why don't you help me in the, in the kitchen? And they're like, okay, don't be too long. And Tom is kind of over it at this point. And they're, and they, they have over this, the same sort of scene happened where there was the hiding under the bed and they overhear what the actual plan is. There is no anti-wrinkle cream, but John has, John himself has heard what is going on. Yes. So and the, he pulls Tom away into the kitchen. So they try to look for an antidote and what they find is, which I think is, which I think is kind of genius, is baby food. Well, it's sort of, it's a little bit of a stretch to get us there because Tom is like so over everything and is, and is saying things like, who, why don't we just, you know, why fight it? You know, I'm so tired. It doesn't matter. They can just marry me off. I don't know. It's I'm just so, so weird. This episode's so weird. He's like, I'm just so hungry. I can't eat anything. He tries to eat an apple and he can't. He's like, I just want to eat something and find some baby food. And that's where the baby food comes in. But right. what's so gross to me is he just dips his old man fingers into the baby food. <laughs> yeah. Like two fingers in, swirls it around and sucks on his old man fingers. Yeah. That makes you feel disgusting. So the old ladies come into the kitchen, see them sticking their baby food fingers in their old old mouths and all of a sudden <laughs> they're like no no don't let them eat the baby food so john's in the corner fighting off lily well we have to point out that they de-age immediately after eating the baby oh food. yes of course yes 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 after eating the baby food all of a sudden they're young and fresh again so the old ladies come in and see that and they freak the fuck out there's this really hilarious sequence for me when john is fighting off the two old ladies with the he has like the can of baby food up and uh, holding it above his head and the old ladies are trying to jump up and grab it from him and aunt dolly goes to attack tom and john john tries to throw the baby food jar to tom but it hits the kitchen floor and shatters they're like no no the baby food and she's like, "There's, there goes your antidote." And she, and, and Dahlia says to Tom, "Don't fight it, Tom. I know you love prunes." And so Tom like goes into the fridge to like throw anything he can at Aunt Dahlia, and he finds like in the short story the pitcher of prune juice and splashes it all over Aunt. Which Dahlia. to me again looks like black oil, and he splashes it all over her. And I was I was shocked. Like I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, because I did not remember the sequence. I like, didn't either. She like CGI melts, and then we see her as a skeleton with like light up eyes. Yeah, and then she turns to dust, like a just a pinch of little dust that falls in her old lady clothes, and it's kind of like nasty. And crazy and shocking. Don't fight it, Tom. You know you love prunes. Never! We'll take good care of you boys, really. And then Mimi and Lillian are like, oh, well, nice to meet you, boys. We're, we're on our way. We we have to play bridge across town. I'll well, see you later. And then we see Tom on the phone saying like, hey, mom. And, he, and mom's like, how are things going with Aunt Dahlia? This is like, this is after the commercial break. Yes. And uh, he's like, oh, things are going fine with her. We're just hanging out here at home. And then while Tom is on the phone with his mom, he he's hears, like, hey, do you want to speak to Tom? And he hears a baby crying in the other room. 
hangs up the phone, goes to the other room and sees, oh no, John was eating some more baby food and he ate too much and now he's turned into a baby. Well, yeah, John doesn't hang up the phone just yet. Or Tom doesn't hang it up just yet. He kind of says, hey mom, I'll have to call you back. There's a small problem we have we have to take care of. Uh, and then he like tries, he digs into the trash, try, finds a bit of prune cookie and tries to shove it in the baby's mouth. The baby's like kind of not having it and that's how the episode ends. It's kind of this like, disturbing final image of it's like a wide shot of this baby crying on the ground and then Tom is trying to shove a prune cookie in the baby's mouth and we don't know what's gonna happen. It's so weird. This episode's so weird. I really liked it. I actually really liked it too. I really liked the tele... I, re- I can't believe I'm saying this but I really enjoyed watching the television episode. I even episode. thought the 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 Short story is kind of a bust, but the TV episode really brought it to life, and I'm actually looking forward to watching it again. Yeah, I, I especially the begin, I just for Aunt Dahlia. You guys just need to watch it for Aunt Dahlia. You really do. It's imperative. She's a total blast. So you guys say hi to us if you like. Yes. Tell us what your favorite prune is. Tell us if you know what a prune is. Tell us if you know what a bridge is. You can email us at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. or stalk us online. My Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery, and my Twitter is iRobotUJane. And my Instagram is Daniel X Montgomery. My Twitter's Daniel Montgomery. Say Woo! hi. Next episode, we're back to Halloweeny a little bit. Yes. It, oh, I really like the next it's the one. The Scarecrow. That one's nasty and crazy. It um, is kind of nasty. But I, I actually go need. To, I need to go lie down because I'm just getting so old. I don't want prunes anytime soon. No, I don't think are prunes plums that are dried. I think so. I think I like plums. Do you, are they really though? I don't know. What are prunes? Prunes are, yes. Oh, it is a dried plum. I knew it. I knew it. I'm genius. I like plums. I like plums, but I don't like prunes. I don't like prunes. Not gonna, not gonna eat prunes. Oh, I'm getting prunes in my brain confused with dates. I don't like those either. Dates are are moldy sugary big fat raisins in my brain yeah but with with like they're like so mealy and gritty i would like a peat like a pe- a slice of peaches are you guys riveted with this fruit conversation <laughs> i'd like some diced banana and peaches together no banana sounds good banana cut into those little rounds shoved into my banana pudding with Milo wafers yeah that sounds really good that sounds better than prune waffles if you're asking my ass or pork roast with and prune prune sauce tell us what your favorite prune recipe is Aunt Dahlia okay if you dare now Nice to have met you. We must be going. Yes, uh, we're late for bingo. Cross town. Bye bye. Bye, boys. With prune sauce.